Please Save Me is the official recap podcast for television's number one show, Chicago Heroes, which is definitely a real show. Chicago Heroes stars Sandra Bullock as veteran chief of police Samantha Boltz, Selena Gomez as eager rookie cop Serena Sanchez, Dylan Sprouse as brave firefighter Dylan Smith, Cole Sprouse as compassionate paramedic Colton Smith, and Tay Diggs as crusading lawyer Mark Briggs. Here are your hosts, the world's biggest fans of Chicago Heroes, Sarah Black and Ben Flores. Enjoy the show. Ben, it's time to record the episode. Okay, great. Let's do it. All right. Testing, testing. Okay, I sound good. Ben. Sorry, one sec. Ben. Sorry, my uh, I I have a tweet blowing up. My phone's blowing up. Sorry, one sec. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, sorry about that. Okay, what's the tweet? Oh, it's just uh, it was just a selfie that I took. So Can no, I see no it? worries. Uh, yeah, one sec. Yeah. Jeez, oh, this thing's really going. Okay, uh, I want to look at it. Okay, sure. Here you go. Okay. Uh, this isn't Twitter, dude. What? This isn't Twitter. It's uh. Weibo. Weibo. What's that? What's Weibo? What is Weibo? Oh, it's it's the uh, it's like the Chinese Twitter. It's like the one that's owned by the government. I don't know whatever, man. I just have these apps on my phone. It should all looks the same to me. Okay, but it's not Twitter. Okay, uh, it doesn't matter. Either way, my tweet's blowing up. Dude. People love my selfie. No. Loving it. No, no, no. These are all replies. These are not... This is not likes... I don't know. What are you talking about? It's People not are like, just replying. It's blown up. It's got like a, it's got thousands and thousands of replies. Yeah, but nobody's liking it. It doesn't. You, what is it? What are you? What are you talking about? You're getting ratioed on Weibo. I don't know what that. I don't know what. I literally Dude, have you do run not know. These, have you run these through Google Translate? I don't know what any of these things are. Have I run it through Google? No, I've not run it through Google. Tra- okay, Google we're gonna Translate. do that. We're gonna look at some of these replies through Google Translate. <sighs> People are sharing my selfie. I don't need to know. Okay, they're probably. <sighs> Ben, the first one says, LOL, his skin is see-through like a used condom. Okay, what? No, there's no, okay, there's no way that it says that. That's Dude, they're roasting you. They say they should make a new Marvel movie where you star as the naked mole man. That's ridiculous. No, <laughs> come on, give me um, my phone back. You should get your eyes, <laughs> you should get your eyes sewn shut so you don't accidentally see yourself in a mirror. Sarah, give me my phone back. Come on. This isn't, this is not funny. Dude, and there are a lot of replies here that are reaction videos. You are like a meme now. This is not funny. St- okay, tell you what. Uh, I'm t- Great selfie, dude. I'm deleting my account. We're going to get this thing started. <laughs> no, you look great. This, this is, is re- sh- okay. You look Shut up. so handsome. Shut up. So handsome. You've got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay the fuck down! Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Hello there, Hero Heads, and welcome back to the airways. Uh, How about you go ahead and uh, surf them with us on this summer's day? Uh, We hope that you are all enjoying yourselves out in uh, listener land, because I am certainly enjoying myself here in the host house. I am your first host, uh, Ben Flores. (laughs) And I am your hostess, Twinkie, Sarah Black. 
Yes, and uh, boy, are we so excited uh, and enthused this evening to uh, break down this week's episode of Chicago Heroes uh, for yeah. you fine ladies and germs. Yeah, yeah. I said I'm a Twinkie because I'm cream-filled because uh, this thing got me all riled up. Absolutely incredible. I mean, if a Twinkie was the quality meter for this episode and the way that you measured the quality was how much filling you put in the Twinkie, they would have to build a bigger Twinkie. Yeah. I mean. And much like Twinkies, uh, this will never go bad. It'll stand the test of time. It's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen, hands down, bar none. I don't know how they're ever going to top themselves after this one. Yeah. uh, I I don't know how they would do it. Um, I I would say they should... um, if they, if I if I would say that they should quit, but if they quit, I would do something really bad. So um, yeah, uh, they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God, it was just so fun. I full of twists and turns. Um, I don't think. I mean, I've never seen anything like this on TV before. Have you? I uh, absolutely not. Uh, I mean, this show is um, it's breaking boundaries and it's pushing envelopes. Um, and it's yes. uh, it's opening envelopes up every week and finding the prize inside. Yeah, it's thinking outside the box and it's finding the prize at the bottom of the cereal box. Yeah, uh, and uh, and of course, um, you know, we we saw some of that on um, tonight's episode. There was a lot of um, folks eating. There was a lot of cereal tie-ins. Um, yeah. in, in the episode tonight, um, some good cereal promos. Um, some good Jack in the Box promos Mm -hmm. um generally there were a number of prize based um prize discovery based promotional opportunities um tie-ins in in tonight's episode yeah and with a show like this you know i tend to get a little bit bogged down by um any sort of sponsored uh content within the episodes themselves i don't really like seeing that kind of stuff product placement but um somehow they just make it work you know yeah i mean um they 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 absolutely do i mean um you know what i kind of find myself saying to myself every week is what do you say to yourself what i find myself saying to myself and uh, and of course um you don't hear it because we both have our headphones on separately watching is i kind of find myself saying to myself if this is capitalism sign me up um because yeah. uh the, um, they make ads fun and funny and yeah. um, exciting and interesting. Yeah, and it makes me love the free market, baby. Yeah, it makes me um, really want products. And um, Yes, I got to have products and I have to spend all my money to get them. Yeah, and I mean, when I really think about what do I like more, money or products, it's like products, you know? Um, so this show really makes me think about that. Yeah, uh, and I think our two guests today are going to really make us think about a lot too. Um, they're super special, super... Uh, a great get, I would say, in terms of podcast guests. Um, they have a little background knowledge in the uh, content of the episode itself. I think they are going to be really great experts to have on hand as we break down this episode. So I would like to introduce uh, Tyson and Alex to um, the people out in Listenerville. Word. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much for having us. It's a pleasure to have you here, for real. I a uh, huge fan, um, big reality TV head over here, and I know um, Ben is as well. So it's I, I can't believe we have you. I can't believe we have you. It's absolutely blowing my mind to have you two guys sitting uh, right across from us here in the host house. Um, and but I mean, I uh, you know, I mean, I guess you guys know a thing or two about having the spotlight on you. Yeah, for sure. Well, we certainly have a lot to say about this episode. Uh, I don't think we saw it as favorably as you did, but I, maybe that'll make for some fun talk. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll really get into it. Do you want to, for the listeners out there who may not know who you are, if, if that's even possible, uh, uh, yeah. do you want to kind of talk a little bit about uh, your, your backgrounds and where you guys come from? Because I think that's really important for people to know. 
Uh, sure. Um, so I'm Alex. I'm from a suburb outside of Detroit, Michigan. And uh, I was on a reality show called Party 100, 100 Days of Party, uh, where it was just they took a couple... I'm like 30 now. I was 23 at the time, and it was people were 23 to 30. Uh, and they just want to see what happened if you partied for a hundred days. Yeah, for real, for real. So I was um, I was born just outside of Texas, and uh, yeah, I was also on P100, <laughs> 100 DOP, and uh, yeah, it's been. Now was we, that Mexico or Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah, he's so vague, dude. He's constantly so vague. It sucks. And that's why he's a good competitor. I, I I would argue, and I don't have to, but I would argue <laughs> that I partied the hardest for 100 full days. That's not the show. The show isn't party hardest. Okay, and so we'll get to who partied the hardest in just one moment. Yeah. Um, what I do want to say to our listeners just right now is um, you can uh, go ahead and go to Travelocity.com and use uh, offer code SOVEG, uh for a free... <laughs> Uh, for a free one-way ticket to uh, Oklahoma or Mexico. Um, you will not get to choose. Uh, we'll be chosen for you. Uh, and uh, you have to book it uh, and show up to find out uh, where you're going. Um, that's offer code so vague. Uh, tell them you sent us. Anyway, so you guys were talking about who uh, party the hardest? Yeah, well, that was the thing. It was party 100 days, don't party the hardest, you know? Oh, so it was a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. It's it's a sprint if you can sprint for a marathon. <laughs> I love a sprint marathon personally. And so did you successfully make it through make it sprinting through the marathon Tyson? Did you um nothing You made it all 100 days? I would say there was one crack in my game and that was day 67. 2 days before day 69. Exactly. And I was worked up. And it, it was so funny at the time because of that, but in hindsight, <laughs> I'd say that he probably <laughs> I think heard other people in the house that were really more interested in partying for the whole 100 days. But, you know, we're past it now. We're friends. I was a bit of a rule breaker. Uh, well, yeah. I was a bit of a uh, attempted rule breaker. Yeah, because the main rule is no fucking. Yeah. That was, for 100, that well, was the stipulation. I, think, I know. I know. Yeah. Fucking is part of partying, though. Well, that's part. That's the, the big reveal of the first episode. Oh. Every episode... Well, every season, I mean, has a twist, and that was the twist for our season. Yeah. What about and what sucking? I love about party, uh, party one hundred, um, uh, or forgive me, what is the? Yeah, it's P one hundred. Party one hundred, one hundred days of party. Yeah. P one hundred, one hundred days of party. What I love about that show is how they do the big twist on the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is really is one of my favorite uh, things about it. You know. <laughs> well, me too, me too, because I didn't think about it at the time, but I'm kind of a pensive guy, so I was going back and watching it, and I was thinking about how. You watch the effect over a hundred days instead of just constantly being shocked. Yeah, I think it's a very mature show. Yeah, it sort of is like you know, um, like we're we're gonna set up the Jenga tower. The fun part is watching it fall. Yeah, yeah, and it's really interesting how they cut all one hundred days into just three episodes. So it's like uh, you kind of it's really sped up. And you see, uh, you see people kind of going mad, and by the end of episode one, so you really skip all the boring stuff. And yeah, I'll tell you who was mad. Alex was mad. Alex was mad at me. I don't. Maybe you should, I don't. I don't really. I don't think I was ever mad. So I'm. <laughs> I'm as curious as you guys to hear what he's talking about. Yeah, you're mad. I have a travelocity code, and you don't. Tyson, Actually, everybody has a travelocity code. We said it out loud to all of our listeners. Yeah, I can get a ride. I can get a ride. It's just so vague, and that's not a compliment code. People are making fun of you. You're constantly being made fun of, and you think you're you're an unknowing clown. Do you understand? 
I was voted I was voted for in high school. <laughs> voted for what? And what is it that you were voted for in high school? There was a ballot in which you could enter names and my name was voted for. You know, it's really it's really curious how little he knows about himself. Yeah, and it's you very are, curious. Okay, and I mean, it's a little bit of I would say. I mean, this is a. I mean, we take ourselves seriously here, and um, but it is still a podcast. It's a little bit of over preparation to have brought your stack of yearbooks in, and be opening it right now and showing I'll, me. I'll sign any of my yearbooks for you. <laughs> that you got voted. Uh, oh yeah, God. I can see. I can see that you will. You've signed yours about a hundred times right here. And you wrote "Stay Sweet" a hundred times. It's for other people, dude. You wrote "Hags" to yourself, and it says. Uh, it says signatures, and I practice mine here. If I was to guess, you'd be most likely to live in the past. Uh-oh. Oh, yikes. If I was to guess. Okay, I think that we need to do maybe just a soft reset here. Um, mm-hmm. We got, uh, you guys said that you're friends, but we've got a little bit of- Yeah, we're um, great now. Oh, yeah, we're roommates now. Yeah, seven years <laughs> you guys, past. You guys live together still? Yeah, but it's it's not a party anymore. I have two questions. Yeah. Uh one, have you lived together ever since the show ended? And two, Alex, were you voted for anything in high school? Um, number one, it took a couple of years for us to um, kind of mend what we had made after uh, Party 100. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was voted most likely to uh, become a lawyer. And are you a lawyer? <sighs> I'm not. I had trouble getting... Certain things job-wise after the conclusion of Party 100. Yeah. Which I would say, I see, I would say that maybe isn't entirely my fault. Some other people in this room might have some blame for it in the ways they pressured me into acting on the show, but. Sure, sure. But we've mended. Yeah, and it's all in the editing too is what I've heard. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I was a peach. Yeah. What was the worst edit that you got? I mean, what was the thing where they like like what's an example of something where they edited you in a way that painted you in a bad light and you're kind of you you wish that maybe you could uh uh paint back over that. Huh. Well, huh. Just YouTube Alex. <laughs> You'll see. Oh my god. Well, okay, well, I have. What happened was it wasn't it wasn't totally clear. We had a problem where they didn't think about it until so they put the episode out, but the uh the shower curtain in the bathroom was beach themed it looked like a beach so there's one episode where i'm doing a talking head while i'm peeing in a toilet which is totally allowed right but mm. they, they didn't it's, think about you're how you're allowed to pee but you're not allowed to fuck and yeah it, you can pee but so they the it's a shot straight on shot it looks like i'm at the beach and they're cutting to what's supposed to clearly be uh another scene of a stranger peeing on other cast members when they cut back and forth, it looked like I was peeing on them. And that's a technique that they'll often use on um, Chicago Heroes is they will do sort of um, uh, budget green screen. So they'll use a big, um, they'll use a big uh, shower big, curtain, big shower curtain. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily subscribe to this, but there are some theories that have circulated on the internet that some of the scenes get written after they get the shower curtain. Um, that they'll buy the shower curtain and it has sort of um, a scene from Toy Story on it or something like that. And so then they put a scene from Toy Story into the episode. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm assuming the editors, uh, you know, they saw they saw that what they had was uh, good, good as gold with yeah. you peeing in front of the beach there. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, somebody, somebody gives you gold, you're going to spend it. Tyson, what's your worst at it? Um, I think in the reunion episode, uh, they Ugh, really. I love the reunion episodes. Yeah, I thought I came off real strong during the entire season, 
and in the reunion episode, um, saw I was peeing on somebody. <laughs> oh, is this the shot where you were um, you were you were peeing on a guy, and what they did is they made it look like you were peeing in a toilet, right? Yeah. What a Everyone, terrible edit. I got I got hashtagged so soft after that. Yeah, you got freaking ripped on, man, all over the internet after that hundred and first day episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we do the. <laughs> We do the reunion the day after. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense because all the tensions sort of fresh. Yeah, and... the tensions are high. People are still coming down from it. You guys have finally been <laughs> released from the house that you have to party in the entire mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But you guys still, do you guys still live in that house? Is that where you guys live together? Or no, I would, I would not go back there if you paid me. To be honest, and I, I'm being honest. Have you guys fucked since the show ended? Not each other, but a lot. Yeah, I didn't ask. A- me not so much. Okay. Yeah. Because you know some people, it's almost like some people never quite left the show, and I think maybe that's the char- most charming thing about them. You know, like I don't mean it as a hate. You know, but it's just like some people. Thanks, Doc. It's almost like they didn't get a day older in any any capacity. I have reapplied for every season since. It's interesting that they haven't done an All Stars yet. I'd love to see that. That would be crazy. Do you think that's just because, I mean, in terms of um, they just don't have the numbers? I mean, with all the... Well, well and also the fact that they had to cancel the show after five people died in one season. Yeah, and I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I'm saying about the numbers is, you know, I mean, that was the season where the least people died. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean... Well, it's strange how many people kind of matured out of it and don't want to go back. You know, like, I'm like that, but I don't think it's like... You know, maybe some people aren't like that. And, you know, if they want to be like that. You didn't really answer the question. That's fine. Well, yeah, well, they don't have a... <laughs> You're right. Well, I don't know. Well, Sorry. You, know you have free will and that is fine. <laughs> and, well, as... Wait, um, was it, uh, it's the... why they don't have a reunion, right? Because most people don't want to go back. Alex, hey, man, I think you should be a lawyer. I wish they would give you a shot. Thanks, man. That's so nice. Well, these are some heartwarming uh, moments that we are seeing here from Tyson and Alex. and um, I hope you're the, hearing them. And the party goes on. Uh, as, as Cher would say, the beat goes on. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, go on to talking about the uh, episode here. Oh, I almost um, forgot. We have an episode of television to talk about. Right. And well, I mean, um, anybody would be forgiven forgetting because it's almost like we're already talking about it. Um, yeah. Because, of course, tonight's episode took place uh, in um, it was a it was a reality show sort of a, a, a show within theme. a show it was a show a little show within a show which is so smart so that yeah it was so smart they had this show Chicago Shore that was set in the Chicago Tower where and they, if you're from Chicago you're gonna pronounce that Chicago Chore yeah they had this show Chicago Chore set in the Chicago Tower and um, they had a whole uh, cast of folks that they moved into a floor of the Chicago Tower um, and. Uh, and uh, let's just say a little bit of funny business uh, started to happen. Yeah, and uh, it seems like they were allowed to fuck on this show. It seems like they were uh, allowed to fuck, and it also seems like, um, well, there was also a little bit of scheming, a uh, little yeah. bit of plotting, and of course the title of this episode was uh, uh, I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, dot, 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 I Came Here to Murder. Yes, 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 yes. Great ep title. Um, and I think what makes uh, Chicago Shore Chicago Shore a little bit different from uh, uh, the party show that you guys are on is that this actually was a competition. So uh, the stakes were high and it turns off, turns off, turns out, uh, over and out that a bunch of people were getting picked off. They were dying because, well... 
Yeah, and I could see why you said turns off because, uh, of course, they, they, they turns off, they turned off the uh, lights. It turns um, off all the lights. They turns off all the lights <laughs> every time that someone died. Um, so all the lights went down on the whole floor and everybody thought it was sort of a power outage. <laughs> yeah, and then they t- <laughs> turned the lights back out and uh, there would be a dead, bloody body on the ground. Dead, bloody body right out in the uh, in the hallway, coming right out, halfway stuck out of the laundry chute. I'm constantly, I'm constantly surprised watching the show how graphic they are. Yeah, yeah, they really do take TV. bold. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they really pulled out all the stops tonight. I would yeah. say in their blood budget. Yeah. yeah, there's no way they have extra blood. Um, I have a question for you guys, um, yeah. just as experts in the reality genre, as uh-huh. people who've actually been through the experience. How realistic was uh, Chicago Shore? Chicago Shore, um, based on just like what you know about being on TV and like being cooped up in a house with other castmates. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, it's really a bad played out. We're in, yeah, some of the reactions, some of the reactions felt a little too grounded uh-huh. to me. Uh, we had people dropping left and right on our season, and uh, I don't think the lights ever went out once. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, they have so many lights on one of these sets, and the people will react big for no reason. So, for what a big reason like that, mm-hmm. I thought everyone should have been much more bigger. Yeah, I mean, on, on P100, 100P, um, when you guys would have somebody, uh, I mean, I don't know, slip, break their, slip, crack their neck, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and and die or whatever. Um, they, step on a crack. So, so, I mean, yeah, when they, yeah, when they had Nico stepped on that crack and uh, oh, broke his, uh, <laughs> broke his mother's back. And that he was said, funny. Oh, my dear mom, my dear mom. Yeah, that and was, then they, they oh cut to, and they, they, they showed his dear mom dying, and then they cut to all of you guys doing the sort of like, the the kind of like uh, got her ass and all that stuff. Yeah, so unlucky we were doing family visits that week. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. really was. Yeah, oh um, my own. She should have stayed on base, is what a lot of people were saying on uh, on the internet. But yeah. you know, um, but but, but uh, that's my issue. Is I think this is a great show that's done a lot of uh, really really good characterizations, and I just felt, man, this was not this was not reality stars. Yeah, this was actors. Because I was, I was kind of like, as someone that's on a reality show, I was like a little bit offended. And it made me feel bad for watching the show because I was seeing every week it's Heroes. And I was wondering if when Heroes watch the show, they, they feel as offended as I felt in this one reality There's episode. no way. Yeah, I mean, because of course the heroes of the show were 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 still the heroes of the show. But I can see what you mean. They, they, they did cast some big guns to play the... Yeah. The re to play the Chicago Shore cast members, yeah, and I can see how maybe they they gave sort of these kind of Oscar style performances that might have been, yeah. yeah. I was really impressed with how they did young age makeup on Forrest Whitaker. It was so lifelike. It mm. was so believable. Um, to you, to to me, it was believable. Yeah, to me as a so, view, to as you just guys, like a layman. So you guys weren't offended. No, as upset. A, I would have well, loved if they would have cast real reality stars yeah. to play reality stars because we're are looking for work. Yeah, and yeah, obviously that is a hot button issue right now. Is sort of you know put reality stars in reality star roles mm-hmm. um, instead of putting actors in reality star roles, and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's posting about it. Yeah, um, I would love a TV Oscar. Oh my god! You know, and we would love a podcast Oscar. Y- you know, we would love one. Um, yeah, and that's why we're ramping up the drama every single week. Yeah, um, but but I can see you know I. I can see what you're saying. Um, I disagree um, literally completely. I mean, I couldn't think that you're any more wrong. Um, yeah, I'm and- with Ben on this one. Sorry, guys. But again, we are lay people who may not know the ins and outs. So your re- opinion, while wrong, is also valid. Well, it's tough because like 
like you're you're saying you were an on reality show. I think it's like for you, it's like watching a regular show, and for us, it's more like that show where magicians try to fool Penn and Teller, where we're Penn and Teller. Yeah, and, and I mean when I watch, been called. Uh, I mean that's what everybody called you after the uh, season wrap. Mm-hmm. Do the Penn and Teller of uh, reality TV. Um, yeah. One of you got eaten by a tiger, which kind of mm-hmm. sweetened the pot in terms of really driving that. Yeah. thing home and then because of i mean and then because of your whole youtube series where you sort of reveal how reality tv really works yeah I mean, that was the other place where that nickname really took hold yeah i think nickname- i mean especially since you called yourselves the pen and teller of um yeah i would say i would say a lot of those things led to that point but it probably really took off once we started calling ourselves that <laughs> yeah i'd say yeah. that was where it really took the strongest foothold was when you trademarked <laughs> the pen and teller of reality tv and then and then when people when people did not like it it was really hard to wash that stench off Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it mean, was really um, hard to unbrand. We, everybody obviously on Twitter using the hashtag pen and tell me something I don't know, uh, <laughs> yeah. sort of to make fun of every episode you guys would post. It's, weir- it's weird when someone asks you to sign a shirt that's making fun of you. <laughs> yeah. It's so, oh, we know. It's so yeah, tell us we about know. it. Yeah. Tell us, about tell us you, something you, we don't know. You, yeah, so tell strange. us something we don't know. You guys it, can see these uh, Chicago chowder uh, shirts stacked up all around us here. And uh, boy, if we haven't gotten a whole lot of people offering to pay us. Um, uh, a lot of the messages we get are people saying, I will pay you literally any amount of money to burn one of those on camera, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, and we've yeah. done it sometimes because uh, we need the money to Job's buy more job. products. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get your face out there. I bet it's tough when somebody else sometimes thinks of a better brand for you than you did. For example, yeah. when the tiger eating thing happened, they wanted to call us the Sigmund and Freud. <laughs> But we had already decided we had already decided on Penn and Teller. And it was so it was so hard to wash that stench off. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I thought it was an especially bad misstep in terms of you guys. I mean, they say lean in, but the way that you guys tried to start a grassroots campaign to get Teller eaten by a tiger was also maybe in terms of PR. It's also interesting. Good look. Um that one that one of you doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah, one of us doesn't talk. Yeah, I mean that was on your YouTube series. I gotta say, it's I mean that's that's one move for magicians, but it's another for sort of something in front of a webcam, you know. Yeah. Do you guys regret anything? Um. I wish I wish that both of us talked. Yeah. But it's too late to go back. And then and then once once I did start to talk, people could not hear through the stench of what we had done already. People just could not. Could not drop it, especially with the the wrong mischange. People people were they were photoshopping us at football games, and then had had a speech bubble out of sorry, his mouth sorry, saying, "Are you talking I, about the wrong the wrong mischange?" Well, yeah. Then they say, "I love the Cubs," and then they'd have a speech bubble coming out of my mouth with no words. Yeah, and the stench was deafening. Yeah, and that that wrong that wrong mischange incident really was really bad too. Where you were at that baseball game, where you were at that baseball game, and you uh, you you were working the hot dog counter, and you you counted out the uh, the wrong change for that lady, and then when you tried to put it in her hand, you also dropped it. But she was she was filming me the whole time, so I think that was yeah, I you, was a little suspicious when she walked up with a camera. Yeah, but you got roasted, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a reality star. You shouldn't. You should know that when someone starts filming you, yeah. uh, you can set up. Yeah, yeah I love how that became like a viral sensation. I love the dubstep remix. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you loved it. Yeah, that's another thing that I think maybe wasn't on this show. The up tonight was that it, they didn't have none of that happen. Mm-hmm. Everyone was dying, and then everyone was like really hurt about it. Yeah, like the the one part where. Um, 
No one memed it. Yeah, the character yeah. played by the Jim Parsons character, guest guy. Um, he went to a bar and someone was like, "Oh, you're on you're on Chicago Score," and they were like, "I love that show," and that's people don't love you. Yeah, what? People loved him. It was weird and uh, not our experience. Because yeah. you sort of hold up and didn't really go out in public for a long time after. I mean, right after. Except for for the reunion, right the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously they do film out. I mean, right in public, um, the reunion. Yeah, they do it in Times Square, which I find. Yeah. Uh, it was bizarre. Fun. Yeah. Well, it did seem like it would be fun. It did seem that way. Yeah, I think it would be a lot of fun to be on TV and to have my face on TV and to be sort of famous, even if it was for bad stuff, because no publicity is bad publicity. All publicity is good publicity. Yeah, we really had to harness a lot of Alex's sadness for that silent character. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see what you guys are saying. You know, we didn't get a lot of the actual show within the show on tonight's episode, of course, yeah. because we're seeing, okay, w- w- what happens in... What happens in, in, in Chicago? How do the heroes respond when people start dying on set of Chicago Shore, right? And so, um, you know, we're seeing how the, how the folks are off camera. And, yeah. um, I mean, they were pretty shaken up um, where, with a murder a night happening. And what I really liked is that the episode was three hours long. So we got a lot of, like, world building. And then we got a lot of character development from the reality stars, even though the focus was really on the heroes kind of coming in to save the day. I will say that the normal cast of this show is absolutely like really, really good. Yeah, I really love the Tay Diggs character. Mm-hmm. Mark Briggs is is some, like I want a poster of Mark Briggs. Is that because you wanted to be a lawyer, Alex? Yeah, and I don't. I think that's the part of the show I I did like because there was there was the Forrest Whitaker character I did kind of relate to, and then to see see the Selena Gomez character, and the Tay Diggs character, take care of him, I was like, I kind of wish. That could have been me, but sure. you know, it was, it's nice to see other people getting taken care of. Yeah. I just want to take care of people instead of being taken care of, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see that where he comes out and he finds the, he finds the, um, the second body, uh, halfway <laughs> slumped out of the ice box. Oof. Um, you know, he pads down, he pads down the hall in the, and the lights shut out and he's going to get some ice. And then we hear shriek, um, crash, uh, and then he walks down and he um, sees, you know, he sees uh, Zach Braff, um, mm-hmm. you know, halfway out of this ice box, um, looking a mess. I mean, barely yeah. everything mauled but his face. Yeah. And I like the choice to use um, new slang by the, ch- the shins when he stumbles upon this whole scene. Yeah. And that was, it's one of those things where I think maybe, you know, because they're famous actors, kind of the fact that the contracts about this episode were all over the news before, like I knew how expensive Zach Braff was. So it's like, yeah. well, he's not going to last 20 minutes in this episode because yeah. it's so much money for him because he's so big. Yeah. And right. he gets paid by the minute, you know, yeah. and, and it was, <laughs> it was all over the news. They're paying this guy, uh, you know, t- 10, 10, mm-hmm. 20,000 bucks a minute. Um, yeah. we great. know he's going to go early and then yeah. to license the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a good Easter egg though. It's uh, tough when you have a, a cast like they do and then they got to bring in a big star like him, you know, yeah. it's like, Wow, they got money, huh? Yeah. It's like before I thought, okay, these these are people getting paid, you know, okay, Sandra Bullock, okay, Sprouse twins. Yeah. Okay, you know, Jim Parsons and whatnot. Yeah. But they brought in a star like him, Zach yeah. Braff. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. That dude's dead. I knew it. Oh, I knew. Oh my god, I knew. He yeah. was dead at dead to rights. Um, would you guys rather live in the uh Hundred Days of Party House or the Chicago Tower? 
Well, I did like that they could leave the Chicago Tower occasionally. Yeah, I mean, every time that someone tried to leave, uh, obviously, uh, they dead, they gone. Yeah. Um, but what was But technically, they were allowed to. Yeah. What was interesting is that, similar to uh, reality shows of days past, uh, they were all assigned jobs outside of the tower just uh, so that they had kind of something to do to take them out of the house. But then any time they left for their job, they died. Yeah, I mean, every time somebody tried to go deliver a Postmates or <laughs> yeah. uh, go work at a bar or like sell T-shirts on the Chicago boardwalk. And see, as a TV show, I like that because it's like a clue. It's like there's a pattern here. And that's like as a TV show, it's good. I just kind of wish it didn't shit on our thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's as no pattern. There's no so patterns for smart, us. though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because definitely the reality stars, I would say, in Chicago Shore looked, I mean, they looked very stupid. Um, mm-hmm. They would kind of... <laughs> They would kind of, like they did that whole thing where they were they were all kind of sitting in a circle rattling off all the deaths that had happened. Yeah. You know, they were like mm-hmm. Frankie went to work at Frankie tried to go work at he tried to go deliver a Postmates and yeah. he got uh, he got um, chopped up in the laundry chute. Jenna went to go scoop ice cream and then she uh, fell into the ice machine and froze to death. Um, Vinny tried to uh, go deliver a caviar and he got um, he fell in the ice machine froze to death Um, (laughs) Snooki wanted to go out uh, and do uh, the architectural boat tour and be the tour guide um, she was the only one I was pleased to yeah, see. Yeah, I really love <laughs> yeah. Snooki. Snooki was so good. I, was I like, liked her playing herself, a reality which was kind of a fun, a fun twist. Yeah, I was surprised when she died because I was like, oh, it's the reality star. I mean, yeah. yeah. Reality stars usually go pretty early. Yeah, and I, I feel like you guys probably felt the closest to her in terms of just like pure I love like, her characterization. Book. Mm-hmm. I love her book. And which book is that? Yeah. Huh? Which one? It's just her. Oh, book. I actually got yeah. to write a foreword for that book. So if you search my name, it'll even come up. Okay, so I'll just type in um, <laughs> Tyson. Tyson, and uh-huh. on the search bar, and uh, yeah, it'll come up. Yeah, and that'll ty- be the first thing to come up because there are no companies named Tyson. Yeah, well, sometimes sometimes if you don't see it immediately, you have to type in Tyson, not chicken. Oh. And then it'll filter out all the chicken. You have to put it in quotation marks, though, or else it searches chicken Tyson separately. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So put the whole thing in quotation marks. Quotation, open quote, Tyson, not chicken, close quote, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll definitely okay. find Snooky's book that way. First page. Oh, I'm seeing, uh, right, that's your Twitter handle, Tyson, not chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah, great. That's a clever handle. Very clever. Junior. <laughs> so you're a junior. Uh, Yeah. He actually didn't let on to that to me. For like the first three years I knew him. And that's a dark secret to keep. I was yeah. saving it for my second season, but they would not recast me. Right. He's the only, he's really like the only guy that really wants to go back. It's so yeah. strange. He's always saying, we have to go back. Oh my gosh. I've sent so many emails out to people. Who are you sending those emails to? <laughs> you got to put at and then like a, like gmail.com. Yeah, but to whom? I, all over, I would app? say all over Gmail. I would say all over Hotmail, some Yahoo's. Yeah, yeah I send out a lot of emails. The thing he's he's setting casting a wide net, but the problem is like people read his email and they they smell it from miles away. Yeah, what is this? Everything is this? that we've done. Why am I getting yeah. this? Yeah. It's a scent. Um, yeah, it's a scent you can't quite put your finger on. Yeah, uh, That's, I'm trying to make a. A cologne. And to our you and to our listeners out there in listener land, um, if you would like to receive an email, go to email.com and use offer code so vague uh, and um, you'll get an email uh, for free uh, and uh, 15% off your second one. I got an email, Alex. 
Well, that's just yeah. excellent, it's Tyson. Tr- We're so glad it's to hear. true, yeah. We're so glad to have been able to uh, make your wish here today. Um, wh- what did you think about when the heroes solved, uh, they started to solve this series of murders and figure out what was going on? You see, that, that's where I, I guess I came, when I first said, like, I really disliked it. There's parts where I like, like, any part with the heroes, uh, I just love. I, I think I'm going to put a finer point on Ben's question by asking, what did you, how did you feel when you found out that they were like picking off all these people just for ratings? I feel like you guys are no stranger to the ratings machine and producers kind of meddling just to get, uh, you know, the show to be more interesting. So um, does that, did that ring true to you? Do you think that, I mean, almost did it make you think that sometimes on your show, those people weren't actually dying because they were stupid and drunk. And in fact, they were being uh, killed by producers just to get a rise out of you guys. Well, because, yeah, that's the thing on our show. They said, guys, stop using the stairs. There's an elevator because you keep falling down the stairs. It's getting so expensive. They're going to cut. You can't keep using the stairs. So, And then, it, and then the elevator. I mean, and then the first moment that Donnie got on that elevator, I mean, that cord was... That cord was threadbare, snapped. Guy fell into a hump at the yeah. hump at the bottom. Well, you know, it, now the more <laughs> that you're mentioning that all in that order, I'm starting to kind of realize that maybe, maybe this episode was a little more realistic than I had previously thought. Yeah, I mean, what if, so, like yeah, so I mean, that that sort of reveal yeah. where we had uh, Sandra Bullock and Serena Sanchez had Jeff Probst in the interrogation room. Right, and they're sort of good. that's that's the casting that pissed me off the most. Was Jeff Probst playing the producer? Ha- they didn't no, cast no, any okay. reality stars, and they're going to cast him. Ah, sort of a putting the capital over the labor kind of. Yeah, a thing. I kind of felt like that was a direct middle finger. And he was given a whole heap of those to Sandra and uh, yeah. to Sandra and Selena as they were, uh, you know, um, chilling him and grilling him mm-hmm. down there in the interrogation room. He's talent. He's talented, but... Did you ever have a chance to meet him when you were working on P100-100P? We saw him at the realities. Mm. Oh, I love the realities. And I love your red carpet looks. Every year, you guys Mm -hmm. pull it out Mm -hmm. and... We wear our world-famous realities, always in our t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and and tell us about those realities, guys. Um, What are some of your favorites? What are some of the ones that are coming out soon that you're looking forward to? Yeah, let's do a little promo in the middle of our own show. I think uh, now's the time. I I built them. And so, um, Alex, how about you speak about the realities? Um, Um, Thank you, Tyson. Well, it's just kind of, it's it's supposed to be a celebration of reality television as an art and what's interesting about this is because I got someone told me like, oh, there's going to be a reality show episode of Chicago Heroes. And I thought that it might actually be able to win a reality for uh, most realistic portrayal of a reality show in a fake show. Sure. And this just did not hit the ball out of the court. So it's just like I people hate t- when things don't hit the ball out of the court. Yeah, that's the thing is they didn't hit the ball out of the court. And it's just kind of upsetting uh, because like the whole thing with the realities is about the respect of reality television. We've gone through so much. We've seen people die. It's not something, not something I don't know to to take lightly or put on a show, you know. And it's like uh, we kind of all get together and it's we we all respect each other. And then so you, like what's on one of the t-shirts? I guess is the question. Oh, uh, oh, you meant the reality tees? The tees, not the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it says reality. Oh yeah. Just to just to clarify, in case it wasn't clear, the award show I did not build. 
you you purely made the reality the realities t-shirts yeah. that you printed up with sort of kind of meme meme type images of every death that ever happened yeah. on the brick. p100 100p um, yeah, brick by brick. Nico's ma going uh, oh my yeah. own um, as oh, she was yeah. falling and with her spine coming out of her back and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh-huh. it is, but it's it, the funny thing about the shirt is it's a reality with two e's. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, we get it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's yeah. a pretty we good gag. It. It's honestly just a pretty good goof. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, we I, we played around with a hyphen at one point, but mm-hmm. it didn't yeah. last. It didn't mm-hmm. last. Um, yeah, I mean, where do you put it? You between the I and the T? Do you put it between the T and the double E's? Do you put it between two of the E's? It's a real question, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's a real question mark, uh, which also you, didn't work when you tried that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want a reality of your own, head to Twitter and use the hashtag realities. That's uh, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-E apostrophe S for your own chance to receive a reality of Nico's Ma's death in the mail. And if you would uh, like a uh, hallucinogenic brew to be sent to you through FedEx, go ahead and go to the Silk Road on the dark web and uh, use offer code REALITY, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A, and we will go ahead and uh, send that right your way. (laughs) That was worth it (laughs) and i think that it's just about time for us to go ahead and uh hear from one of our other sponsors uh right now Uh, so we will be back hey hero heads this is sarah one of the hosts of please save me the podcast you're listening to right now we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor that's you Please rate, review us on iTunes, and don't forget to smash that subscribe button. want to share a review with you from one of our faithful listeners. This one's from Dorky But Cool, and it says, This is the best Chicago Heroes podcast out there. Okay, now that I, the host of the show, am done with that review, I'd like to personally plug a podcast called Please Make This. That show is also five stars. Okay, okay, enough of my rambling on. Let's read the next review, shall we? (laughs) Oh, but uh, of course, dorky but cool. You don't know that we'll be reading another review right now. Um, You can maybe trick us into promoting your podcast, Please Make This, uh, which is real, and people should check it out. Uh, But you can't trick us into reading a second review. We are... We'll never read a second review. We'll never read another one. We'll never read another one. Unless you write in and review us. Thanks. What did you guys think of the uh, the sort of third hour of the show mm-hmm. where it was all confessionals, right? Where they just had, it was just sort of talking head, talking head, confessionals um, for the most part. I know you're not asking me, but I thought it was very artistic how they cut in both the uh, contestants that were still alive, all two of them, and then um, the heroes themselves kind of doing their own confessionals. Yeah, that's, I'd say the first thing it was that as someone on a reality show, you know, it says they shoot all the confessionals. Uh, for us, it was two It was two days after we were done shooting, they shot the confessionals. So you'll see where we're all wearing, uh, you're wearing the same shirt in the confessionals, but it's not a shirt you're wearing on the show. And then in this show, all the people in the confessionals are wearing the shirt they were wearing in the reality show. And that was very... Uh, just a bush league that yeah. pulled you out of it. That pulled me out of it because you know that no, they can, they filmed confessionals on day one hundred and two. Yeah, yeah. I have a question about that actually. How many days total were you actually shooting one hundred days of party? 
There was 100 Days of Party. It was a legit... No, I understand that. But given like all the post-show stuff, um, pre-show stuff, how long were you guys actually on camera? Yeah, how many more days than 100 was it? Uh, it was 103. Mm. Oh, I was hoping you'd say 500 so I could say it was like 500 Days of Summer, my favorite film. Well, they, they were pushing for that, but they could not get the trademark off. Oh, okay. They could not. Five hundred days. So you guys just sort of had to do the holding pen thing for the the last uh, three hundred and um, ninety seven days, right? Mm-hmm. Where you kind of are in like basically exile exile house, all still living together, but you're done filming. Yeah, and they they come in, they'd say their lawyers say we need another day, and we kind of flip because we weren't partying anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, but you could fuck then. We could fuck. It's weird how you don't want to because <laughs> there's no because exile because so, exile house is sober, right? It's so yeah, and it's so and strange. You can't fuck unless you're partying and drunk. Uh, yeah, I was trying real hard for 101 days, and then for almost 400, I was not trying at all. Uh, what is okay? So we've seen <laughs> we've seen trying from Tyson. Um, what does not trying look like for you? I mean, because uh, we've seen you try, and it's really something. Is this a question directly for me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, why don't you go ahead and try and answer that? Okay. Uh, I think when you try hard, it will sometimes result in an A, maybe an A plus. And occasionally when you don't try, you could still achieve maybe an A. So it's, it's often indistinguishable. So to all our uh, little kitty listeners out there, um, that's a piece of advice straight from a star's mouth. Yeah. Um, write, write this one down. When you try, you get maybe an A or an A+. plus. Sometimes even when you don't mm-hmm. try, you could still get one. For sure. And remember... It's indistinguishable. Uh-huh. Uh, I did I did like the part of the show when they had the, the heroes do the confessionals. Yeah. I, that was I, nice. Yeah, like when uh, when Tay Diggs was talking about how he, uh, do, doing the research for the cases of the reality show, and he was he was like, uh, I stepped into a world I thought would be more fake than my own, but I found myself to be far too comfortable. That really, that got it. Yeah. I like got goosebumps just hearing you say that back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he freaking nailed it with that one. Yeah. Um, I thought that, uh, I thought that the Sprouse twins, uh, joint confessional mm-hmm. was really, really great. Yeah. And that one felt very existential because, you know, it was just like, who am I? Am I you? Are you mm-hmm. me? What, like what, you know, what sets us apart? Are we the same person? Are we real? Are we fake? Are we in a simulation? Are we yeah. not? Um, the part about looking through a window and finding it's in fact a mirror. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is about two hours in when we kind of realized that the the focus of the show was shifting, Alex got up and he went and got a notepad and he just started writing down all of Tay Diggs' lines. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you would you have done anything different from Mark Briggs in the show? Would you have uh like as somebody who like wanted to practice law, was there anything that you felt like you could have done differently? I think he trusted too much. Mm. I think I'm not a lawyer, but from what I've seen in my quest to become a lawyer is you can trust nobody. Yeah. But I think maybe that's the most tragic thing about his character. It is tragic, but I think it's also something that makes him really interesting as a character as we watch him develop. I think, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think his sense of uh, morality sometimes steers him in the wrong direction. I would agree with that. So Yeah, I mean, I ain't a leader, but we have been seeing this legal eagle spread his wings. Mm -hmm. uh, And... uh, Sometimes you want to reach in and strangle him. Sometimes you want to give him a hug. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I think that's a pretty natural way to feel about another human being. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely, for sure. Very um, normal. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how uh, I feel that almost every second of every day. It's how I feel um, about you. Yeah, it's how I feel about Sarah. Um, it's definitely uh, our guests get out get out of host house by the skin of their teeth. Uh, <laughs> Before we strangle them or hug yeah, them to death. Yeah, I mean, much, you know... Um, uh, much like uh, Bobby Cannavale um, got out of uh, Chicago Shore by the skin of his teeth, the the, the last man standing, basically. Yeah. I love that they brought him back for this. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome that they <laughs> that they brought um, Bobby Cannavale back. We've definitely seen a lot of returners on well, Chicago y- Heroes. Yet another example of being like, oh, this this guy's a reality star. He's been in it already. Yeah, so I mean, you can kind of think of this this episode maybe almost even as kind of a statement itself on the nature of reality. You start mm-hmm. to think, okay, maybe they're not supposed to act like real reality stars because we're supposed to be questioning. Yes, you yes, know, yes, yes. and that's real? a classic Chicago Heroes move, making things really complicated and like making us think about a lot of things and sometimes like opening up doors but never closing them I think uh, is a really interesting way to make TV and I think it's really uh, a way to draw viewers in and make them feel really smart about the shows they're watching. A wise man once said, um, "You're a, 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 I'm a riddle wrapped up in an enigma and um, that's what this show is basically every single week. Who said um, that? A wise, it was a, um, well, <laughs> it was a wise man. Um, and if you'd like, <laughs> and if you'd like to, uh, and if you'd like to hear another saying from a wise man, <laughs> um, go, <laughs> go, go ahead and go to uh, crackingwise.com and use hashtag so vague, uh, and you will get a quote attributed to a wise man for 15% off. I got quotes. Great. Would you like to share one with us, Tyson? Speak louder. That's great. And who said that quote to you? I was born with it in me. That's that awesome. Quotes, That's really awesome. I want to be clear that quotes aren't just things that you say. Yeah, do you think that's what quotes are? It's just sort of things that you say? So that's attributed to you. You have to memorize them. Yeah, well, for, for so long he was thinking that, but I, I was in my uh, my teller stages and I could not correct him. <laughs> And suddenly he just had the world all wrong. And, yeah. But I could not break my choice. <laughs> yeah, once you make a choice, you've really got to And by the time I opened my mouth to talk, it was just full of a stench that we, we just cannot shake off. Yeah, and then mm. I bet Tyson said to you, speak louder. I have memorized all my quotes. Every single one, huh? You know everything you've ever said. Top. Top in the morning, do you? <laughs> And that is a great one. Obviously, that was one that you started saying um, in the uh, in the twenty fifth hour of the uh, episode of uh, of P one hundred one hundred P. And you, yeah, and you I said it, it was pretty funny much that... every hour on the hour after that. <laughs> yeah, mostly at night, though. Mostly at night. Yeah, almost hundred percent at night. Also, it's fucked up that they wouldn't let you guys sleep the entire time. Well, yeah, they had that rooster clock every hour. <laughs> every true. hour, the rooster clock would crow, and I would have to say top of the morning to you keeps you up i think uh i think that does it for the episode what do you think ben great episode uh they really knocked the ball out of the court with this one um <laughs> i mean it freaking blew my mind uh, and i thought it was uh razzle yeah and uh i know we had some dissenting opinions on uh 
the show and how they portrayed certain things, but uh, I respectfully disagree, and we're just going to move on to the next segment. I do. I do have one more quest uh, for you guys. One question. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say you had a quest for us, and I was excited. Oh, this is a quest. Ooh, this is a quest. Is the quest <laughs> for us to figure out how to provide an answer to this question? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> So why don't you go ahead and write it? Go go right ahead and ask it. You know how you have a bunch of uh, some people that are coming after you legally. Oh yes, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, we are very familiar. Yeah, intimately. we are drowning in cease and desist letters. Right. So you must be in contact with a lot of lawyers, and my friend Alex would really like to be one. And if you could help set him up with that, that uh-huh. would be very cool. Um, uh, you know, I don't think we can just hire alex as our lawyer well i'm not i'm not barred so i'll do it for very cheap you're not barred from practicing (laughs) the law uh i believe not okay um well as long as you're not barred from doing it um then we'll go ahead all right uh, all right we'll do it (laughs) hire you (laughs) oh my god that that all checks out hey let's all shake on this guy yeah let's shake on it we're shaking hey sarah speak louder i like thinking every time you say something that it's in quotation marks and then it says dash me it's attributed to you afterwards tyson and not chicken jr <laughs> yeah uh absol- yeah it's attributed to your twitter <laughs> handle <laughs> yeah absolutely go ahead and follow him at, at tyson not chicken jr uh on twitter and yeah. um it's it's mostly just him retweeting himself yeah and if it gets to twenty thousand retweets tyson's gonna send him a whole chicken yep they have promised that hashtag so vague and so that actually brings us uh, on to uh, our next segment, um, yeah. which um, uh, I think it's going to be one of my favorites. Uh, of all time. Probably of all time. Um, every single time that we've done it before, lots of times, um, it's been really great. Everybody yeah, loves it's it. a huge hit. Um, big hit. Uh, and uh, let's um, just do it. Let's get into the dunk tank. And, of course, uh, we have now entered the dunk tank, uh, and uh, this segment is a little game where uh, we're going to take uh, a suggestion of a couple of random words, and then we're going to pitch a product or an idea, um, hopefully one that will make lots of lots of money uh, for us, honey. Uh, And then uh, after that, uh, we will uh, attempt, we will attempt to name the greatest NBA dunk contest slam jam dunk of all time. Yeah, uh, the envelope wasn't open last time. Um, we all guessed Spud Webb's reverse dunk where the ball bounced back off of his head. And uh, yeah, the envelope still wasn't open. So we have the winner in there and we're all going to take a little guess. I think that we're going to know a little better this time of what not to do. Uh, <laughs> so I'm definitely um, looking forward to seeing whether we can crack this envelope open and uh find out about that dunk yeah Um, but first things first uh we're going to take a little trip into the tank here um uh stir these words around um and take a a couple of uh random ones okay so we've uh reached into the random word generator and we've pulled out two words and those words are Dream and smog. So the oh. product, is, the product or idea that you're going to be pitching is dream smog. So random. 
And so uh, first up is uh, going to be uh, my illustrious co-host, uh, Sarah. Uh, so Sarah, whenever you're ready, uh, you can go ahead and uh, start your pitch, and uh, the Dunkaroos will be listening. All right. Uh, my pitch for Dream Smog is really simple. Uh, it would be my dream come true to be in an escape room um, where I'm being followed and trapped by the smoke monster from Lost. I'm going to actually just end my time there and donate my seconds to whoever needs it because I think my idea is already perfect. Uh, that uh, that idea is locked and loaded, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on here now to Alex. Uh, so, Alex, uh, you've been granted a little bit of extra time uh, because Sarah donated it back to the room. And you're going to need it. For sure. I think, well, so often my friends, I tell my friends my dreams, and they go, I would love to see that. But there are some secrets in my dreams about my life that I would not like them to know. So I'd like to... I'd like to be able to take them into my dream and then have them be like, hey, what's that trophy for? And then smog over the trophy and be like, I don't even know myself when really I know that it's for my car. Because my friends, they, they can't know I have a car because they're very greedy and they, they just don't know anything about me. And they want to know more. And I'd like to pretend to show them, but with a little smog in front of it. Because I, th I think we kind of all create our own, Alex, our own selves. Alex, you know? do you have a car? Okay, that's enough time. Yes, uh, sorry, your time is up there. Um, uh, most of that stuff about your friends didn't really make it in under the cut. Um, so um, we did get, though, that, um, yeah, you can hide a trophy in your dreams. Great, locked and loaded. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, move on to Tyson here. Um, so Tyson, uh, your your clock is going to start here uh, whenever, whenever you go ahead and start your pitch for uh, Dream Smog. Yeah, so as everyone knows, I am 100% straight edge, and I've never had a beer or a drug in my life. Clear, clear, everyone knows it. So my dream smog is bottles of air, and you can indulge whenever someone's doing drugs around you, and you'll always have clean air. It's a real dream come true when you're surrounded by smog. Love it. Uh, that's going to go ahead and um, that's locked and loaded. We're going to go ahead and uh, put that into the dunk tank. Um, Throw me the timer. Uh, and uh, here's here, here's the timer, Sarah. Thank you. Uh, I'm ready whenever uh, you are ready. So you, All right. you have, you've become a dunkaroo. All right, here we go. Uh, clock starts now. Are you worried that your spouse is cheating on you while they sleep? Are you afraid that your spouse is not remaining faithful to you during their REM cycles? What if you could stop them from seeing anybody else when they nod off into dreamland altogether? Use dream smog. This entirely odorless, tasteless, uh, non-toxic gas uh, can be used in any general market uh, CPAP machine that you can purchase in stores. Just go ahead and uh, put the uh, inhaler over your spouse's face while they sleep and prevent them from dreaming. And then when they wake up, they will remain... And that's time nailed it <laughs> all great ideas i think we're all winners on this one yep uh i mean we call this game dunk tank but i feel like we just played a round of who wants to be a millionaire uh because uh we, we all are, won <laughs> we are all rolling in money honey uh and so uh the next part of this game uh dunk tank uh is of course the fun part um we've we've <laughs> we've dispensed with the work uh and now we get to <laughs> you know we get to reap the reward and have a little bit of fun um <laughs> 
we're going to go ahead and choose now uh, what is the greatest NBA dunk contest dunk uh, of all time. Uh, and so this one, we will actually um, just uh, kick that over to... Um, uh, to Alex to start off with uh, this time around. Um, and so, Alex, you can feel free to um, take a moment to to try to think of it, um, but I am going to go ahead and uh, start your shot clock in a moment here. Um, so if the time runs out, I will make sure that I ask you for an answer. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I got it, can I go? Start now. Oh, I uh, My favorite dunk of all time is probably... Uh, B.D. Baron Davis when he uh, did the blind one. Do you remember that? The the Baron Davis blind man's bluff? Oh, we're just not supposed to give you input. You're supposed to uh, just um, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need to hear from you. That is my final answer. That is my final answer. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to pull out my secret weapon. I'm going to the secret weapon. My bag of tricks and I got a surprise for, the, for my last dunk. I bet you, I bet you'd be surprised. What? Well, give us a hint. <laughs> uh, it's called the blind man's bluff. Barry Davis can see. He can see. He is fooling us too much. He can see. I don't know what kind of gimmick he has, but he can see. Ooh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, I do have uh, a list of all the dunks that... Um, are incorrect here, uh, and it is not the Baron Davis blind man's bluff dunk. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, kick this one over to uh, Tyson. Uh, so uh, Tyson, uh, whenever you're uh, ready to answer, uh, your shot clock is starting now. What is the greatest NBA dunk of all time? Shoot. <laughs> man, I would say, gosh, I can think of only one that was truly great, and it was the blind man's bluff and i think it was by if i got this right it was by baron davis <sighs> okay um tyson is that your final answer i could think of only one that was truly great so yes of course now i'm gonna pull out my secret weapon i'm going to the secret weapon my bag of tricks and i got a surprise for, the, for my last dunk i bet you i bet you'd be surprised what well, give us a hint <laughs> uh it's called the blind man's bluff. He can see. I don't know what kind of gimmick he has, but he can see. Look at that hole right there. I can see your hole, big guy. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, Tyson, that dunk, uh, I'm looking through my list here. The Baron Davis blind man's bluff uh, dunk is incorrect. It's right at the list of my, uh, right at the top of my list of incorrect dunks right here. So nice try but no cigar uh in this case uh the ball is uh you've not hit the ball out of the court on that one balls in my court now ben yes absolutely all right uh i'm ready sarah can i just say i really need you to nail this one yeah i've got it it's locked and loaded okay shit uh um, I for, I forgot. I had a really good one, and I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, I feel like I'm running out of time. Um, okay, I'm just gonna have to say 2001 dunk contest. Baron Davis trying to do the blind man's bluff, and uh, you could see the hole in his blindfold, and they say, "I can see your hole, big guy." Uh, that's probably the best one I can think of. Uh, that's my yeah. That's my final answer. That's my final answer. That 
that's the one I wanted to say. Now I'm gonna pull out my secret weapon. I'm going to the secret weapon, my bag of tricks, and I got a surprise for, the, for my last dunk. I bet you, I bet you'd be surprised. What? Well, give us a hint. <laughs> uh, it's called the blind man's bluff. Barry Davis can see. He can see. He is fooling us too much. He can see. I don't know what kind of gimmick he has, but he can see. Look at that hole right there. I can see your hole, big guy. Unfortunately, Sarah, um, the Baron Davis blind man's bluff is not the right dunk. It's not the greatest NBA dunk of all time. I'm so sorry. Um, Just like he yeah. can see, I can see that that was uh, the wrong call to make. If we cannot get this correct, we're not going to get to open the envelope. Okay, Ben, um, if you're going to get so pissed about it, why don't you just say the right answer? Okay, I'll freaking do it right now, okay? Uh, I don't know how you guys couldn't see this, um, but obviously I'm looking at my list of dunks right here, right? I mean, I can see every single... Uh, I mean, I can see every single dunk that's on this list, right? I mean, I can see uh, I can see Cedric Ceballos' uh, blind dunks, right? I can see the Birdman's dunks, right? I can see Spud Webb's reverse dunk on here, right? I mean, I'm not a freaking idiot, you know? I'm, I mean, what am I going to do? I'm going to say... Uh, my final answer is Baron Davis's blind man's bluff. Ben. Fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Fuck! Now I'm gonna pull out my secret weapon. I'm going to the secret weapon, my bag of tricks, and I got a surprise for, the, for my last dunk. I bet you, I bet you'd be surprised. What? Well, give us a hint. <laughs> uh, it's called the blind man's bluff. Baron Davis can see. He can see. He is fooling us too much. He can see. I don't know what kind of gimmick he has, but he can see. Look at that hole right there. I can see your hole, big guy. I cannot believe I did that. That was a dirty, stinking trick. Dems yeah. to rules. Yeah. Sucks yep. that we can't open the envelope, All right. Well, which has the right answer in it, uh, despite us knowing the wrong answer. <laughs> We still have the answer in the I'm going to burn the ceremonial envelope. I'm going to burn the list of wrong answers so we can't even use deduction to figure out which the right one is. Do they give you they give you a new envelope every week? Yeah, they give us a new envelope every week. Um, we don't do the segment every week, but they do give us a new envelope um, every week. And then do you want to explain who they is? Well, I've been wondering who they is uh, just about just about every time that we get it. Um, what actually happen what what actually happens is um, when we look over to what I'll what I do is um, every morning I go out and I look out over the uh, Chicago skyline to the Chicago arena uh-huh. and um, there's smoke that comes out of the smokestack in the Chicago like arena. The Pope uh, I don't know. What, I, I, this is the only time I've ever heard of anything like this. Um, I look over at the Chicago Arena, and there's smoke that comes out each morning. Um, and what they'll actually do is they'll send up um, they'll send up white smoke if mm-hmm. um, there's a new list for me. Um, they'll send up black smoke if they haven't actually been able to agree on a best dunk of all time. Uh-huh. Um, they'll send up red smoke actually if a um, if an NBA player has missed a dunk um, that day. Uh-huh. Um, so during ba- so, so during B ball season, there's actually pretty much red smoke coming up almost every single day because of course the NBA players are practicing their dunks almost every single day. And a lot lot of them do miss. Um, We don't see it often on TV. I don't know that I've ever seen a missed dunk. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Honestly. um, uh, Because dunks are the easiest shot to make next to free throws. 
Yeah, um, and mm. uh, that of course is a, is a classic saying attributed to uh, Wayne Gretzky, which is "You make one hundred percent of the dunks you try." Um, that was the mm. mantra that I lived by when I was growing up. Yeah, that's a quote. Yeah, that, yes, <laughs> actually, actually, Tyson, that is a quote. Yeah. Now, uh, now it seems like you know what quotes are. Hey, man, this mystery. This leaves me with one question in my head, and that one question is, Alex, do you really have a car? Oh, my God. Well, if you're... Yeah, I'll give you a ride, Tyson, okay? Oh, yeah. Baby. Is that I'll what give you, you were trying to get home. at was whether you could get a ride? Oh, man, that's going to save me money. Because you were saying earlier when we did the Travelocity Code, you, you, you didn't say, I get to take a trip. <laughs> you did keep saying, I get a ride, I get a ride, <laughs> which I thought was oh, weird at the time. Was, do you not have a way to get home? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's tough. Oh my god! You were gonna take a plane all the way to Mexico or Oklahoma just to get just to get here. closer where you live, just shy of the border. Excellent. Uh, well, okay. How about we? Uh, so, um, so that's gonna go ahead and uh, do it for the uh, the dunk tank. We're gonna go ahead and uh, close. Nice, it. quick game. That's right. We're gonna go ahead and close up the water lock on the dunk tank uh, and uh, uh, move on to our next segment. That may have been my f- second favorite segment, but it's time to get to our pen and teller ultimate, penultimate. It's time to get to our penultimate segment with the pen and teller of reality TV. That's right, it's time for the rescue report. So, uh, guys, let's tally up the amount of lives that were saved in this episode. Uh, There were only a few because there were a lot of casualties. Um, I'll start off just by saying two contestants on Chicago Shore did make it through. They were rescued by the heroes in time after the rest of the 30-person cast uh, had been eliminated um, via death. So who else was saved this episode? Yeah, I mean, we had um, Bobby Cannavale and uh, Fran Drescher obviously made it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeff Probst. Did oh, make oh it. yeah. Yeah. They caught well, him alive. Yeah, I mean, they, they did catch him alive. <laughs> so um, we don't really know what happens. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't really know what happens. I mean, who knows? Uh, just because you see someone getting strapped into an electric chair at the end of an episode doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're going to turn it on. Uh-huh. It's interesting that they uh, reenacted. It's not the right word. They uh, reinstated the um, death penalty in Illinois. Basically, the whole crew was gunning for it. Um, we had Mark yeah. and Serena. Um, and, and that's a testament to Mark's true sense of right and wrong, is that he knew Jeff Probst needed the death penalty. He knew but Jeff Probst needed the death penalty. He for sure lived, though. Jeff Probst is a survivor. Uh, but I don't know whether he'll be able to survive that trending hashtag that they got started Uh we want to watch that motherfucker burn mm-hmm. um, fry, uh, and fry. Um, yeah. <laughs> burn and fry. Yeah. I love how the show always has like a very specific take on social media and how people use it. It's always very of the moment. It's very timely. And it's like, this is how people actually use it. And this is how people kind of uh, form an online mob to take out. It's tough when you become a hashtag. It is, yeah, it seems like and it is. You, we, got, you guys know, right? Uh, no, we would freaking kill to become a hashtag. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, um, I've, I've heard that I have sort of uh, maybe some international stuff trending about me where people are... Um, oh, yeah, he's a hashtag. It's hashtag come boy. I heard that people over on um, Weibo were, um, they invented a, a, 
they invented a whole new character actually in their alphabet. Um, then a whole new character for the word come boy. And they've been, um, using that one. Um, yeah, they got it added to the, um, specialty Chinese keyboard on Apple and mm. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know what? Um, <laughs> uh, the price of fame is feeling bad. So, uh, in any case, um, what I'm going to go ahead and uh, do is uh, move on to the rest of the uh, the rest of the rescue report. I'm going to go ahead and uh, run a play out of the Silver Linings playbook here, and let's figure out uh, who else was um, saved. Um, Jeff Probst, maybe uh, Baba Kane, Baba Baba. <laughs> I guess I guess also technically saved was uh, there was this girl that had contacted the Zach Braff character. If you remember, she like was mm. a big fan of the show, mm. and she was like, "Is there anything cool at the house?" And he was like, "Yeah, come check out the ice box. It's so cool in there, you know." And you think about it, she could have ended up uh, with Zach. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I mean, anyone who's saved from ending up um, with Zach Braff, ch- chilling with Zach Braff, yeah. uh, is of course a big win. Yeah, in, huge rescue there in, in my book. Yeah. Um, what an S tier actor. Yeah, I mean, he's a supreme actor. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's why he costs ten to twenty k per minute. Oh, uh, for a second, I thought you were saying Astaire, like Fred Astaire level actor. No, no but he no, is I just a meant... beautiful mm-hmm. dancer. Yeah, that tap sequence a. in the hallway was—I uh, yeah. mean, it was amazing. He tapped right into that icebox. Yeah, I mean, that was Gene Kelly shit. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, um, this guy—I uh, felt like I was watching La La Land during that whole section honestly well and that's probably because the because uh... <laughs> he sang city of stars i was gonna say because the guy who wrote la la land wrote this episode oh yeah damien chazelle wrote this episode we totally forgot to say that damien chazelle mm-hmm. um chazelle de gazelle penned this episode yeah um <laughs> which uh, a lot of folks actually don't know because it was credited to chazelle the gazelle at the end um <laughs> yeah. and uh but that's actually we actually know that is damien yeah 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 uh, I think that about does it for the yeah. That's about it. Other than um, four other very special people, I would say four other very special souls. Two of them famous. Two of them gonna be famous one day. One of them famous in China, and that's us. All four of us were saved today. You know, I feel like I just fell off the moon, and right now I'm on my way to landing in the clouds. That's what they say. Great quote. Anyway, it's time for our final segment, our ultimate segment uh, with the pen and teller of reality TV. Uh, and that's next week on. Yes, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, dive right into our uh, next week on um, what's uh, next week on uh, Chicago Heroes. And uh, unfortunately, we don't know. Um, so uh, we, we weren't able to see the uh, next week on when we were watching uh, tonight's uh, episode. I started to have a lot of traffic coming. Um, I started to have a lot of um, traffic coming through my phone. Yeah. Uh, and then basically all of our wireless services um, kind of shut down and, um, the guy at Comcast says that we are under a DDoS attack. Uh-huh. Um, f- um, and then I got eaten by a tiger. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, two truths and a lie there. Uh, y- you figure out which, um, but we weren't able to see the next week on, uh, is kind of, um, what it really comes down to. Yeah. So it's just about time, uh, to say goodbye to our guests. I do. Um, to I bid do. them adieu, a dear. 
uh, <laughs> and to uh, move on to our ultimate and ultimate segment uh, just after that. Uh, so yeah. first of all, Tyson, Alex, uh, thank you so, 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 so much for coming um, and being on the podcast. You guys added a really, really cool perspective. And even though it was really wrong and even though it was to the detriment of the Chicago Heroes legacy and integrity, um, we really do appreciate you being here to share it nonetheless. And mm-hmm. um, we're, you know, it's always uh, great to have stars in our uh, in our general vicinity. And uh, we wish you all the best. Um so thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us and accepting our differences and viewpoints. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, I always love hearing from stupid people who don't know much about anything. Um, and Man. so this uh, was like really fun. Uh, it was really great to hear what you guys thought about uh, it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Alex, I hope you become a lawyer. And Tyson, I hope you figure out what quotes are. So anyway, um, with that said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our uh, ultimate and ultimate segment, um, which is our uh, Ray Romano Memorial promo section. Um, So we're going to go ahead and uh, give our guests a chance to uh, promote something that's uh, on the horizon for them, something that they want people to um, check out to see. And of course, it is all in honor of the late, great Ray. Uh, May he R.I.P. So um, rest in power, Ray. Rest in power. Rest in Parmesan and Romano. As some would say, R.I.D., rest in... Rest rest in in Deborah! (laughs) So, uh, Tyson, how about you? Do you have something that you would like to uh, promote? Uh, Yeah. Um, My friend uh, Josh Ejnes has a really cool uh, SoundCloud account, and I like it a lot. It's uh, you can find it at soundcloud.com slash listen with headphones. Now, am I able to listen to that music without headphones? Uh, I would say you are allowed to, but um, it's kind of best if like you're one if you're like the sad kid standing in the corner at the party. I would say like if you're going to listen to it out loud, that's kind of the way to do it. Now, would you say that this music would change my life? Oh, for sure. I listen to it and uh I share it with people all the time, so I think you would really like it. Uh, Josh Edgeness, soundcloud.com, slash listen with headphones. And so that's exactly what I'll type into the URL bar there. Josh Edgeness, soundcloud.com, slash listen with headphones. You can, you, Excellent. Yep. Um, so now let's go ahead and uh, hear from Alex. So Alex, do you have a um, promo, anything that you'd like people to check out? Uh, I'd like to promote a, a Twitter account. It is, it is a Existential Woj. That's a existential W-O-G. It is a, a, a Twitter account for uh, NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski, except he's existential. And um, I am typing that in right now. That mm-hmm. is a soft G on the end of that uh, Twitter, right? It's actually um, what some would call a J. Yeah, some would call it a J. Okay, so that is J existential is- W-O-J. Or oh. if you um, if you use the um, substandard alphabet, that's a, that's a soft G. Uh, of course, we all know that alphabet. It's a A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, soft G, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. Uh, a soft G is my favorite type of basketball shot to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soft G is my favorite way to end sex. A soft G is actually what I call $900. <laughs> So anyway, people should check out that Twitter. It's Existential Woj, uh, mm-hmm. Existential W-O-J. And yeah, can yeah. you just remind us one more time, since we shit it all over you, uh, <laughs> what that is? It's a, it's a NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski, but he's an existential philosopher, too. 
Sounds I love chill. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's for it's for a wide audience. Deborah. <laughs> Smells like courage. Yeah. Ha. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, that's all we have for now, and we'll catch you next week. Please do remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Uh, you can get it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, um, basically anywhere. And uh, it really helps us out if you give us a five-star rating and you write a review. It helps more people see the podcast. Uh, and um, drop us a line. Uh, you can find us at Please Save Me Pod on Twitter. Um, tell us what you think, and tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Thanks. Ha! <laughs>